Greetings, writers and actor strike supporters. Auto strike supporters, also welcome. And welcome back to Tune Out. This will be a podcast we do instead of Stay Doomed. I am your host, TV's Noah Houlihan, joined as always by Laura Prince. Hi. And today on Tune Out, we wanted to take a look at what's going on currently in the world of television. With the results of the actors and writing strike, we're starting to feel the effects of what is going to happen because of these strikes. And we kind of wanted to shine a light on these. This is not meant to promote the fall lineups. This is more of an analysis on what's going on on network television as a result of the writer's strike. And if you don't like what is happening on... uh, television right now because you're not getting any new shows, I recommend you support the writers and actors because as soon as they get what they want, they don't have to strike anymore and then go back making you entertainment. Yeah. And make sure we keep up this energy because I know Yahtzee's contracts are ending next year. Yes. And uh, pay them too. Which are? Uh, It's a lot of visual effects artists, uh, people who do a lot of the physical work on sets, uh, technicians, electrical... Uh, set building, stuff like that. Yes. Camera. So, yeah, all the... Cameras are real important one Cameras are super important to making television. Uh, Yahtzee also sometimes does stage, so that was my first thought. Right. uh, Because we thought there was a chance there was going to be a Broadway Yahtzee strike. Yeah, that was a possibility for a while there. So, we wanted to take a look and see what's going on, because as someone who uh, currently hosts a television-based podcast, we don't watch a lot of current TV. We, uh... Turns out when your brand is canceled garbage, uh, you're not watching a lot of stuff first run. Yeah, you don't get to, to, into a lot of primetime television. So we thought we would take a look. And basically, one thing I wanted to point out is we are uh, members of the Razzie committee. We are. And I always wanted to pitch to them, hey, let's do a Razzie version of the Emmys, which I wanted to call the NOs. <laughs> get it? Get it? Get it? And it would just be like, oh, you know, since we're experts in, like, canceled TV, we could kind of, like, handle it and make all the jokes. And then I realized, like, I have no idea what's currently on TV. I have a better idea than you do, I think. Yeah, you do. Uh, because I do follow pop culture news very closely because mm-hmm. I find it very interesting. So, I essentially have been looking at... that we Let's... Take some whole genres right now. Uh, obviously, um, late night is still not back. Late night is still not back. There's nothing in terms of late night. Late night will likely not return until at least one of the unions has resolved mm-hmm. their strike. Probably both. I have the feeling they will resolve close together. Yeah. So, late night, I know there are still some daytime talk shows, whereas the hosts themselves are on a different contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, Drew Barrymore, yes. who has just pulled back on her intention to start her show again. Mm-hmm. They are covered under a different contract, but many of them, it's very, very hard to do those kinds of daytime talk shows with no actors because right. a lot of your guests are going to be actors promoting. Mm-hmm. It's also very, very hard to do something with no writers. Right. Because if you don't have actor interviews to fill time... What are you doing? Yep. So, yeah, that's what's going on. One person who is going back, apparently, is Bill Maher. Bill Maher is coming back. I mean, HBO, I wouldn't say, is like network television. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's uh, a premium channel. So uh, let me just say right now, scab. Yep. Scab. Scab. So uh, I, I want to point out that uh, John Oliver isn't because he's better. Yes. And it's interesting you bring up John Oliver because I remember the last time we had the writer's strike, John Stewart had to come back because the performers were not striking at the time. So he had to come back without writers and he couldn't write anything down, but he had to put on a half hour daily show four times a week. And John Oliver came back with him because uh, if he was striking, he would be deported. Yes. So there's a fantastic John Oliver bit where John Oliver is reporting live from the picket lines. Uh, but you know how the Daily Show is always in front of like a screen. Yeah. They're not really there. The footage they used is John Oliver actually picketing. <laughs> and then he sees the camera and runs up and starts calling himself a scab. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, because John Oliver is in solidarity. Yes. Uh, and was then even, but he just... Mm-hmm. There are certain situations in which I would not consider it scabbing in quite the same way. Yeah. Uh, John Oliver would have been deported. Absolutely. There, you know, sometimes you... any Anyone who works on a show that is like, I'm, you know, suddenly filming for reality shows this year. Right. Do it. Like, if you have... You, if you need it to stay alive, like... Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at what each network is doing, how they're handling it. And right now we're not really feeling the crunch in that there are some things that they've already filmed that they're going to put out and, you know, see how it does, even though we don't have actors to promote them. But you're also going to see, hey, not a lot of scripted stuff is here. So... A lot of shows have also... Uh, been significantly delayed, so we are going to be feeling this for at least the entirety of 2024. Yeah. So it was like Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things final season was intended to air next summer. It is not. It'll be in 2025, they're saying, most likely. Yeah. Uh, Meaning that all of them will be adults. Yep. It's, It's a very interesting situation. And, you know, as someone who lived through the previous one and watched the writer strike kind of break lost and break heroes. It's going to be interesting to uh, see how these affects different IPs and things like that. There's a lot of shows that are in the can that they're not releasing uh, because they, they're, I mean, there are shows that are done, completely right. finished, that are not being released because streamers are getting very cognizant of the fact that the content pipeline might shut off and they might find themselves in the middle of 2024 with nothing mm-hmm. to release, even if everything's back in production. Yeah. If you have, I don't know, a Marvel Disney Plus show, you might not be rushing to put it out now while you still have other content. Mm-hmm. You might want to sit on it for three months so that when January, when the content runs dry... Yeah, you have something. So let's take a look... Uh I have ABC pulled up. We'll go alphabetically by network. Oh, <laughs> That sounds interesting. Uh, for some reason, that's the only one I didn't pull up on TV Guide. Oh, mine's by day. Site. The one I pulled up is by day. Okay. See, I don't have what they're doing. Oh, I guess Monday's Monday Night Football for them, right? Yes, which is helpful for them. Yeah, because that's what they've always done. Uh, then Tuesday, we got Dancing with the Stars. Yep. And I find that interesting because you do still have... 
celebrities on this, mm-hmm. but they're not. This isn't in breach of anything. No, because it's not acting. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen the lineup, so I was curious if it was like Dancing with the Stars. Hey, it's all politicians and musicians and athletes. So I'm pulling up this uh, this year's cast right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Tyson Beckford, who is an actor. Uh, so Chiel Gomez, who you would know best as America Chavez in Doctor Strange. Uh, Allison Hannigan. Mm-hmm. Willow from Buffy. Uh, Harry Jousey, who's on Too Hot to Handle. Charity Lawson from The Bachelorette. Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules. Jason Raz, a singer-songwriter. Uh, Adrian Peterson, an NFL running back. Lele Pons, social media personality and Escape the Night alum. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah, Lele Pons. Mira Sorvino, film and television actress. Jamie Lynn Spears, Zoe 101 actress. You can tell whoever did this is a Save Britney person because they didn't put, like, television actors. They put Zoe 101. That's all she's known for. Yeah. Uh, Mauricio Monsky, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star. Matt Walsh, comedian and actor. And Barry Williams oh. from The Brady Bunch. Good for Matt Walsh. <laughs> I just realized what you meant by I have days pulled up. So you have you have everyone's Tuesday lineup is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I think that's actually a smarter way to do this. And then we can kind of discuss things. So All right, check your messenger. I, I know it's weird that we are, uh, we're going to start with Tuesday because we've dove so deep into it. <laughs> uh, so Tuesday on ABC, we got Dancing with the Stars and then Pressure Luck. Which is... A game show. The game show, which is, you know, whammy, basically. Yes. Is, is another word that they use. That's what it's called in the, the game show network. Uh, so, Dancing with the Stars, reality show, of course. CBS... Big Brother. Has Big Brother, which I feel like we're going to see over and over again. Because Big Brother, the strategy with Big Brother over the summer is you hook a few people with it, but it comes on three times a week. Yeah. So you kind of like lock them in. Um, so they're doing Big Brother. And then I don't know what FBI True is on CBS or FBI. FBI FBI is a show about it's – it's a Dick Wolf show. It's oh. been running for seasons and seasons. Really? And I just never knew? It's been running for about five seasons based on a quick look. And then FBI True appears to be a docu-series pulled from Paramount Plus. Oh, interesting. Because you This know was what? something you and I you and I talked about this off mic a little bit. I think we are going to start seeing a lot of these networks start to raid old content from their streaming services. Because I want to point out here that uh, FBI True, which is pulled from Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus uh, then, according to the CBS website, it's FBI reruns. Yes, so it they're is. not new episodes; they're just re-showing FBI because that's all they have right now. Uh, the CW is doing Inside the NFL. They are going to be doing a show called The Swarm, which I'm is co-produced by Germany. Yeah, I'm not familiar with The Swarm. Uh, it appears to be. Based on a book, it looks as if it may have gotten through 
because it was produced in Germany. Interesting. All right. Well, that's good. actually very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also, the entire season was produced and has aired in Germany, the European Union. Okay, so we're t- it's just purchased foreign shows, which is something, again, I think we will see more of. Now, I will say, I do believe CW had been promoting this show prior to the strikes. Okay. Because I believe I saw a promotional thing for it uh, whilst watching... Riverdale. Yeah. I mean, the swarm, I'm guessing it's about aliens uh, swarming us of some sort, which is very CW in branding. Yes. So I could totally see that show, but it definitely has like miniseries feelings to it uh, because I do see that come mid-fall, they are switching to Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. Which I'm curious if those are new episodes or so not. So I'm looking and... Because they actually have everything very color-coded. On, well, I'm going to be honest and cite my sources. We're looking up Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, one of them is in white and one of them is in gray. Yes. Which makes me think they might have had a season that they were able to still produce before the Writers Guild strike. Or before the SAG strike. Uh, yeah, gray indicates encore programming. Yes. So, yeah, th- those are just reruns. So they're going to put a new one out and then an old one out. All right. Which I could completely see them having been able to produce, uh, being able to produce a season ahead of the SAG after strike. Interesting. Okay. Because uh, they wouldn't have necessarily had writers for whose line. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that would make sense. So they might've gotten some in and then they'll show a new one and then an old one. Okay. That makes sense. And they, it says this starts November 14th mm-hmm. uh, after the swarm has run through. Right. So there might be the hope that by then, if we can just have what we've done and like, we can get a few seat, we can get a few weeks out of it. And then maybe, I mean, Whose Line seems like something that could start again the next day. Yeah, like to make an episode of Whose Line, you need a day of filming. Yes. And you in a day, you probably film four or five. Yes. So that makes sense. Fox has celebrity named that tune. Yeah. Again, and reruns of 911 Lone Star. Yeah, so that's... Th- I think they've just given up the fight. I mean, to be honest, there's... If you want to watch something at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday... You don't have much going on. Uh, the big choice would be uh, the Voice on NBC, and it looks like they're showing is they're showing the Voice on Monday, right? We, I know we skipped it. Yeah, so I'm guessing they're showing Monday's Voice at eight o'clock, and then the new Voice at nine. Yeah, that's their way of getting it through it. And then I don't know what their ten o'clock uh, found is. But it, uh, it doesn't even have a link on Wikipedia, so who knows <laughs> what is found. It is a brand new show. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Something got through. So, it is... Yeah, it's a TV drama. It premieres October 3rd. I'm assuming they were just able to get it out yeah. in time. That, that's really my only assumption is that they were able to weasel that through in time. Gotcha. 
All right, let's let's wiggle back up to Monday so that we, we do this somewhat in order. Monday, ABC is just rolling around in sweet, sweet Monday night football. Yeah, so they pretty much are going to have Monday night football and pretty much have the Monday lineup. Uh, because it looks like CBS doesn't know what it's doing, really. <laughs> right Various now... Various programming and Lotteria Loca, which Lotteria Loca is going to debut... In the 9 o'clock slot. Okay, so this is super, super interesting now that I'm looking at this. Uh, Lotteria Loca is going to air in that prime 9 o'clock slot Mm -hmm. for about a month. And that's a game show. Oh, okay. So it is... It is starting... This is an American import, essentially, of a... Latin American show. Mm-hmm. So that's going to air in that coveted 9 p.m. time slot with reruns of NCIS. And then later in the fall, it's going to pivot to 8 p.m. NCIS reruns will pivot to 9 p.m. And NCIS Sydney, which is an Australian version of NCIS. Oh, interesting. And I think this is something we are going to see of... If you create English language content, yeah. the American networks might come a knocking. Yeah, hi Australia. Give us your NCIS. Uh, the CW is going to show F Boy Island. Yes, F Boy Island. And then it says TBA. I did look that this week it's just another F Boy Island. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they're going to have to go through and show. I mean, these are going to be. Heavily changed and edited because yeah, you can't even say the full title on the CW. Yeah, F Boy Island is a Nikki Glaser hosted uh, dating show where it's a bunch of F boys. Yes, <laughs> who don't know how to act around women. CW, I think, would be in such a good place with their app. A lot of their properties are still kind of popular. Mm-hmm. I would think the CW could do okay giving, like, the 9 o'clock slot to we're going to re-air, almost like the Nick, the Nick at Night block party summer, like at mm. 8 and 9 p.m. on Mondays, Riverdale, on Tuesday, Vampire Diaries, Wednesday, Gossip Girl. Yeah, that would be a good move for them. And, and that would more than buy them enough time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Fox is going to do Kitchen Nightmares. Yep, another reality show. Special Forces. Another reality show. Special Forces, the world's toughest test. We watched an episode we, of this. We tried to watch an episode of that. A lot of it's in like night vision and is unpleasant to look at. Yes. And then NBC is doing The Voice for two hours. Yep. So I'm guessing a cut down version of it will show on Tuesday unless it starts at 7 on NBC, which is possible. I mean, it is so... So easy to cut down a two-hour, the voice to an hour. Yeah. Because I remember there was a holiday where they were running The Masked Singer, and it was like the finale. Mm-hmm. And we just had it on. And I remember being like, this could be 15 minutes. Yeah, because it, like, it got its claws in us, and I was like, I'm really interested in knowing who the polar bear is. But it just takes so long to do anything. And then at 10 o'clock is The Irrational, which... 
is the show that kind of inspired me to do this episode because we keep getting uh, advertisements for that on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of like a, a monk-esque show, but instead of like being obsessive compulsive to find clues, he can read people real well. Which is a show they've done a hundred times. This it's is Lie to Me. Psych. This is Psych. Yeah. It's Collins from the original Broadway cast of Rent. Oh. Who, let's say what it is. He looks amazing. He looked good. He looked good. For Rent being like almost 30 years old. Yeah. He looks, he looks almost the same as he did when the Rent movie came out in 05. Mm-hmm. Like he looks great. Good for him. So in looking at this. It's a lot of reality, a yeah. lot of a I, lot I of think reruns. ABC wins Monday, obviously. But if you actually want to watch content, your only choice really is the voice. I mean, F Boy Island, if you're interested in, you probably already saw. Or is this new episodes of F Boy Island? I believe this may be new episodes okay. of F Boy Island. Alright. I don't I don't trust this lottery show on CBS. Lottery Loca? Yeah. Especially with its pairing with NCIS. I don't think I don't understand what they're doing there. Uh, they're running game shows because they can't run scripted content. <laughs> right, I know, but like, I wouldn't pair it with NCIS. Is what I'm saying. They're yeah. not the same audience. Yeah, I mean, they are clearly just desperately trying to plug holes here. Yeah. So let's skip to Wednesday. We'll skip down to Wednesday now. So ABC is doing game show night on Wednesday. They're running Celebrity Jeopardy, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, and the $100,000 Pyramid. Yeah. uh, I mean, those will hit every time. It's again, it's it's weird to see celebrities doing this on strike because I'm curious if they will say anything about it. But here we are. (laughs) Uh... It's going to be fine. Like it's it's game shows. CBS and uh, CBS is doing something very interesting, in my opinion. Yeah. Of they're just taking Survivor and The Amazing Rates, which I'm sure they already had, and they're making it 90 minutes. Yeah, which I think is. I mean, there's so much stuff that gets on the cutting room floor of one of yeah. these shows. I'm certain that this is good. They're going to try to. They're going to try to make lemons out of lemonade. They're going to try to really push. This is the season where we're going to get to know everyone. Yeah. Like, it's interesting with uh, Survivor is there are episodes of Survivor where it feels like you're moving too fast. Yes. Like. And The Amazing Race as well. Like, but like especially with Survivor. The, the reason I'm bringing up the Survivor is, like, you have your episodes where it's like, we have a competition Oh my god, everyone's arguing. We have another competition with a reward. Here's what the reward looks like. It's like that. More arguing. Oh my god, tribal council. And then there's always like an episode of Survivor where not much went down. And there's like these talking heads about like daily life. Where it's like, yeah, it gets kind of boring. So I like to stare at the fire. And I'll be like, wonder how long it'll take that stick to break. It's kind of our television. Like, I have memories of that happening on multiple seasons. And I'm sure there's enough footage of all of that to make every episode 90 minutes long and yeah. have it less this fast-paced strategize uh, challenges, voting, and making it like this more slice of life, this is what it's like to live together type thing. Yeah, look, I think they could do some really interesting like behind the curtain of like spending a little more time 
early on with contestants. Because I always feel like a big issue with reality shows is there's so many people and you don't learn a lot of them. Yeah, well, I've always had the problem when I watch a reality show that by the first episode, I'm usually pretty sure who wins. Yeah. Because it's the people who get talking heads that don't need them. Like, whenever there's, like, a conflict and then they cut to, like, yeah, those two were fighting. It was really strange. I can't believe they were doing that. It's like, we don't need to hear your opinion. You're not involved. Yeah. But they want to make sure we know who you are. I'm guessing you're Final Four. Yeah. You can usually tell who the major players are going to be by yeah. mid-episode mid two. Uh, the CW is uh, begging Canada for scraps. Oh, these are Canadian shows. They are both Canadian. Uh, Sullivan's Crossing is a uh, Canadian drama that is co-produced with the CW moving forward. And the Spencer sisters had Leah Thompson. So that's fun. Okay. So those are two Canadian shows. Yeah. So they're two Canadian dramas that are being uh, imported. Uh, Fox has The Masked Singer. Yep. And I don't know what snake oil is. It sounds like a, a game show. Uh, Snake Oil is a game show hosted by David Spade. Oh, good for David Spade. <laughs> so, yes, it is a game show. Because all, all David Spade has been doing recently is camping commercials. So it's good to see that he <laughs> has something else going on. NBC. My only conclusion is that NBC smelled blood in the water with the strikes. Because they have stuff. They had, before the strike... They had a full season of Quantum Leap and a full season of Magnum P.I. in the can. Yep. Because uh, I, I was looking at this on Deadline, and they had 10 full episodes of Magnum P.I., and what they're only saying is a number of episodes of Quantum Leap and the full 13 episodes of Upfront for Found and the Irrational. Interesting. Um, so we're going to get Quantum Leap and Magnum P.I. And then we're going to run through reruns at the 10 o'clock spot of Chicago Fire and then Chicago PD and then Chicago Med. Which, there was something special about Chicago Fire. Isn't one, isn't one of the kids from uh, Kid Nation on it? I'm pretty sure. There was someone that we were like, oh, th- from a Stay Doom show that was like, oh, they went on to be on Chicago Fire. Uh, yes, DK. Yes, DK. DK made it to Chicago Fire. So uh, so they're running those in reruns. But that's another one of those things of they will not run out of those. Yeah. And they seem to be changing them by the month. Yeah, yeah. It's like you say Chicago Fire, here's what the police department's up to. This, uh, this uh, I would say, chances are we'll go to CBS just because of the 90-minute Survivor. Survivor's such a heavy hitter, and it's already 90 minutes. So if you watched all of Survivor... You're coming in halfway through Magnum P.I.? You're coming through halfway between anything. Mm. Like, granted, it's not hard to pick up on the advanced plot of Celebrity, Celebrity Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. But, like, you might as well watch The Amazing Race. You already like Survivor. You probably like that type of uh, programming. Now, I anyway. will notice Celebrity Jeopardy and Celebrity Wheel of Fortune are both running in an hour format. Yes, yes, we should have mentioned that. Uh, instead of the half-hour format that they're traditionally running in. I understand doing that with Wheel of Fortune. I don't know how that works with Jeopardy. Are there more questions? I suppose it is Celebrity Jeopardy, so they can just do entirely different things with yeah. it. Uh, because 
they are kind of able to play around with it a little bit more with the format and make it a little bit more of, since it's all going to charity anyway, they don't have to be as strict about the rules. And Celebrity Wheel of Fortune is, it's not in its first season and it's been running in the hour for long format for ages. Yeah, uh, Xavier Woods was on it. Yeah. So, uh, Vanna White actually hosts Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Well, Pat Sajak, I believe, retired. Yeah, but it's nice to see. I'm happy to see Vanna White. Yeah, good for Vanna. So, uh, I would say NBC gets it because NBC is the only one running new scripted content. That's true. That's true. So, and it depends on how good these edits of Survivor and the Amazing Race are. Yeah. If they are slow. Mm, That's true. Then that could be a big problem for them. And by new, we mean remakes of things that came out in the 80s. That's true. (laughs) Um, But when you think about it, uh, do you think they're going to still have non-elimination legs of Amazing Race? <laughs> yeah, 90 minutes just and to And nothing be like, happens. Like, yeah, everybody's fine. <laughs> so ABC is going all in on The Bachelor on Thursdays. Thursday is a mess. <laughs> Thursday's unbelievable. Thursday sucks. So, yeah, we start with The Golden Bachelor, which is an older Bachelor. Yeah. Which, it's nice that they're doing that. Um, and then we have Bachelor in Paradise, which is more of The Bachelor. Uh, I think that's the one where they're like on an island. They're and, in paradise. Yeah, they're in paradise. Yeah, yeah, it's what it says it is. CBS, at the beginning of the fall, is going all in on reality. Yeah. Big Brother. Girl, big Brother. Buddy Games. Buddy Games, is that, it's like, it's stupid, right? It's just like... People playing, like, very simple games. In teams. In teams, And, yeah. like, the whole thing is that it's teams. Yeah, but, like, all the games are, like... There's nothing, like, special about them. They're, like, almost minute-to-win-it-esque games, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And then the Challenge USA, which I always associate the challenge with road rules versus real worlds, but I don't think that's what this is. I think it might be. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> uh... Challenge USA is a spinoff of the long-running reality series with The Challenge. Get out! The Challenge USA is going to draw from CBS reality shows for their contestants. Uh, Big Brother, Love Island, Survivor, and The Amazing Race. Oh, interesting. Uh, It it makes perfect sense because CBS and MTV are owned by the same parent company. Right. Uh, So they're they're getting desperate, y'all. This was a summer release. Uh, in 2022, this was a summer game show they were burning off. Okay, uh, And they started a little bit later in the summer this year. They didn't start it until August when the last one started in early July so that they could try to wait out the strike until mid-October. Mm-hmm. A move that is probably not going to get them all the way there. Mid-fall, they're going in on reruns. Sort of. They're going to run Young Sheldon and Ghost. Now, that 8 p.m. Thursday time slot has been Big Bang Theory and Young Sheldon's time slot for Forever. well over a decade now. Yeah. And then the USA import of Ghosts. Mm-hmm. And then at 9 p.m., they are going to start running the English sitcom that the U.S. Ghosts is based on. Which I think is dumb. Like, here's a ver- like, why would you want to watch the same version, like a version of the same show? That's not continuous. 
like with the same title. Like, because I remember I was excited to watch Wilfred. I got I tried to get into Wilfred, where it's Elijah Wood uh, talking to a dog. Do you remember that show? Yes. That's a UK show. Uh, and I was like, oh, there's a Wilfred marathon on. And I turned it on, and it wasn't the Elijah Wood version. It was the English version. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool still. But I really want to watch the other thing. The idea of watching an episode of each back-to-back... Which just make me go, I don't understand what's going on. Why does this look different? <laughs> why are why are none of the same people here? I mean, I think it's going to feel very different as well because Ghosts in the U.S. is a half hour. Ghosts in the U.K. is a full hour. Right. Obviously, the ghosts are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not watched the U.S. ghosts. I've watched a little bit of the U.K. ghosts because um, one of my favorite Taskmaster alums. Yeah, Charlotte Rist- Actually, Ritchie. Actually, several Taskmasters. Britain's not that big. There's only yeah. like 18 Yeah, it's a British show. Got it. <laughs> uh, and then reruns of SEAL Team. Yeah. The CW is, um, oh, wow, they're begging Canada for scraps some yeah, more. Yeah, we got some more Canada stuff. Except everyone else burns is British. Okay. So, yeah, it's Son of, the, of a Critch, Run the Burbs, uh, Children Ruin Everything, and Everyone Else Burns. But I want to, like, say... This is the first time we're getting comedy. Yes. Uh, They are all comedies. I'm guessing the CW is pushing themselves as comedy night. Yeah. But like, it's just so weird to be like, yeah, we still have a few, uh, you know, dramas that we're going to air. Like NBC will be rerunning Law and Order. Yeah. But like no one's really rerunning comedy except for CBS and not yet even. And uh, Transplant on NBC, which is airing after Law & Order reruns, is, you guessed it, Canadian. Canadian. And then Dateline, which is not yeah. Union. Yeah, just just for the record, we haven't said this out loud yet, so I just want to bring it up. Uh, the CW and Fox show the news at 10. Yes. They're, they're the two that show the news early, and that's their attempt at the 10 p.m. slot. So that's why we don't say what their 10 p.m. And Fox is. is running Hell's Kitchen and Lego Masters. And Lego Masters, yeah. Friday is Friday is always difficult. Friday is always kind of a difficult time slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, ABC is running Shark Tank. I believe ABC has been running Shark Tank Fridays at 8 for quite some time. Yes, and it actually does very well because there's talk of what Fox shows, which is WWE Friday Night Smackdown, yeah. moving to ABC. But if it does, they don't want to move Shark Tank off of Friday. So SmackDown will change days if it moves. That's fascinating. Which is interesting, yeah. Uh, because Shark Tank, I, I feel like it's just one of those things that's just reliable. Mm-hmm. And Shark Tank is just something you put on, you know, when you get home from something or before you go out. Yeah. CBS is running The Price is Right at Night and Let's Make a Deal Prime Time. Yeah. That they're starting with the prices right at night, and then um, let's make a deal a little bit later in the fall. I believe those are still Drew Carey and Wayne Brady doing them. So it's the former Who's Line guys hosting game shows. Uh, Raid the Cage is also a game show. What is Raid the Cage? So Raid the Cage is going to be hosted by Damon Wayans Jr. Mm. And... 
Uh, it's a it's another remake. Uh, it's and based on an Israeli game show. Interesting. Uh, so they are buying a lot of CBS is buying a lot of international game shows and Americanizing them. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we need to talk a little bit more about Friday Night SmackDown because Absolutely. wrestling's been very odd lately. In that, with the strike, all of a sudden, hey, John Cena's back. The Rock hey, returned. The Rock's back. The Rock made a very generous donation to uh, the strikes, uh, which was like an, apparently an embarrassing amount of money is what, like an uncomfortable amount of money was donated by The Rock, because The Rock can go to the WWE. And make unbelievable amounts of money. He can make literally every dime back. Uh, and that's why John Cena's back now, is they don't have anything to do. Uh, the Rock, at least at the end of the NFL season, will have to go back to doing XFL stuff. Mm-hmm. But for now, I wouldn't be surprised if we see wrestling doing more interpromotional stuff. I don't know if we'll go back to the guest host days. We will not because that would be in fact in violation of SAG-AFTRA. Wait, really? Um, if you're going into promotion. Oh, you might okay. see people turn up and do guest spots for fun. Mm-hmm. But they can't be, be it can't be because they've got a movie coming out. Right. Uh, and that movie would not be allowed to be mentioned. Right, right. Uh, I could totally just see though like David Arquette Former WCW champion coming back. Stephen Amell. Yeah, because he's... Because Stephen Amell tried to scab already. <laughs> he did. And he's super best friends with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, so I could totally see him being like, well, there's an opportunity for me to make money while all this is happening. Uh, so yeah, I could see these people all like, this is an opportunity to get paid and keep your name out there during all of this. And... I remember during the, well, this is a whole thing we could probably do an episode on, is the WWE uh, live host era. Yes. Where they were just bringing in people. And not always did they have uh, anything to promote. Like, what's her name? Florence Henderson from the Brady Bunch? Cool. She was the host at some point. Uh, Jerry Springer was the host at one point. Uh, uh Lots of people who are uh, no longer with us, unfortunately. Bob Barker, Pee Wee Herman. I mean, to be entirely fair, this era was about 10 years ago. Yeah, that's true. Uh, But, like, I don't think... I think you could have people with name value not promoting things do uh, whatever you want here. And, you know, it's always good for the WWE to be looked at as a source of entertainment, not a source for wrestling. That's a thing that they always want to do. Sports entertainment. So I wouldn't be surprised if this continues more, especially if uh, SmackDown ends up on ABC. Yeah. That we would see more, you know, entertainment crossover. We're also currently seeing a lot of inside the NFL running uh, on the CW. Uh, Yes. If you look at the CW, it is Penn and Teller Fool Us. Right. Um, Probably, we were discussing this with Allison Hannigan doing Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the thing of it is, Allison Hannigan is currently doing Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. These episodes were probably filmed earlier in the summer. Yeah. Fool Us is a great show. I've had friends on that. I love Fool Us. NBC doesn't seem to know what it's doing on Fridays at all. I see that. It's TBA currently, and then The Wall returns. Yeah, and The Wall is a game show. 
Is it still Hardwick, or did they get someone new? Um, Hosted by Chris Hardwick. Ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's rough. Yeah. That is a rough, rough, rough schedule. I mean, we've always talked about the Friday Night Death slot, and basically, the WWE is a force to be reckoned with. It's probably the the biggest draw and then Shark Tank has been a force for a while so putting you know it, it, there's a note that the price is right at night is here to be burned off so yeah. yeah there you go I mean it exists because they need something and I'm looking at this and I, I find it very interesting because they have the late night schedule like I looked at the late night schedule but everything is uh, essentially going to be reruns because there's they can't really do anything with uh, Jimmy Kimmel or Stephen Colbert or what have you. So they have these lineups listed, but I don't know what they're actually functionally airing in those spots. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's old episodes the way it's been. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I pulled up the CW schedule because since it didn't seem to start in mid-October, mm-hmm. uh, they do seem to be running things like inside the NFL. Uh, they're they're a little bit a little bit desperate. It's very interesting if you look at trending now at the bottom of the CW schedule. It's all the things they could probably just run off, like yeah. Grim and Hero. It'd be really interesting to run Heroes. That would be great, actually, if they just reran Heroes to be like, yeah, remember, remember. <laughs> Uh, Saturday, I hope you like sports. I mean, this is mostly what it would look like anyway. Yeah, Saturday is usually not when they're bringing their A game. But I do find it interesting that early fall for CBS, it says college football because of course. And then uh, late fall, it just says encore programming. Yeah. Like they don't care. They're just going to rerun something. Yeah, Masters of Illusion and World's Funniest Animals. Yeah, that's what's going on CW. Uh, more football. And then Sunday is at the top of this list because most people start their weeks with Sundays, not Monday. Uh, we got America's Funniest Home Videos on ABC, followed by The Wonderful World of Disney, which is a thing we've discussed off mic. Yeah, we discussed that Wonderful World of Disney would absolutely be back. Yeah, like, just show a Disney movie. And Wonderful World of Disney actually returned uh, roughly uh, in 2020 with the title The Wonderful World of Disney, uh, presented by Disney+. Plus. Right, okay. That's a good advertisement for them. So, they're running and they're going to try to put on, you know, they can just run through the Disney catalog... They can do tie-in work with the Disney 100 promotion that they've been really working on. So they'll be able to... You won't even notice. Yeah. Uh, What I find very interesting is Fox. Because Fox is showing uh, the NFL, of course. And then they have a new block. They have the animation block, which is uh, The Simpsons... Kripopolis, which is their newer show, I believe. Yes. Uh, Bob's Burgers and Family Guy, which is producing new episodes because it's cartoons and like they've been in the can for a while and they will probably continue to have new episodes of this. I've always thought it was strange that they put it on 
Sunday so it can get preempted by football that runs into overtime. Yeah. But that's what they always do. Uh, and uh, I'm surprised to see none of those shows on another day. Yeah, especially I would think... I mean, if I'm Fox, I'm sitting there going like, okay, you know what we're doing? Every pick a day of the week. Just pick one. Tuesday. Every Tuesday in October, we are going to run a two-hour block of Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Because you've got that content. Mm-hmm. Uh, there... So I'm looking at... Uh, somebody was talking about Bob's Burgers. Right. Uh, Bob's Burgers did finish a high number of episodes before the strike because they have to uh, go so far in advance. I just mm-hmm. wanted to look it up because I was curious. Uh, it's saying Bob's Burgers has about 17 episodes in the can. So it'll be a while before Bob's Burgers dries up. Yep. And I imagine it's similar for the other three, which are The Simpsons, Crapopolis, and Family Guy. Well, I thought uh, voice actors were a different union. Uh, I don't know that that's true. I could be incorrect because I know that writing for cartoons was a different union because that was the big difference from the last strike that we had. But now we have both the actors and the uh, writer strike. Because you know what? Actually, I think it is different and I think they're also on strike. Because there was a big talk about video game voice actors being like, I want to be paid when I create an iconic cam- uh, character. To support the American Actors Union sag Voice actors, whether they belong to SAG-AFTRA or not, are being told they shouldn't work on or audition for feature-length films, narration for features, voiceover work on trailers, and additional dialogue recording. Uh, There are projects they are able to move forward. Voiceover for TV or basic cable animation. Mm -hmm. In-show narration for cable shows is permitted. So, it sounds as if your Bob's Burgers, your Simpsons, etc., would be in compliance. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. So that's what the networks are doing uh, right now. And the, it's interesting in that a lot are just kind of giving up and showing reruns. Uh, CW just throwing up World's Funniest Animals is very interesting. Uh, a lot of game shows, a lot of reality shows. Uh, no comedy. If you like comedy on TV, I'm sorry. You just don't get any anymore. Uh, there's still a couple dramas that you can check out, but not much, and they're not going to last long. Uh, I And a lot of, like, imports. Uh, again, I'm surprised that Taskmaster is not somewhere. I'm going to be honest. I don't know that a network, a U.S. network showing of Taskmaster would be as good. Because of the swearing? Because... We're so squeamish about swearing in the U.S. Yeah. So another thing, this came out maybe about a month or two ago of ABC is going to run Ms. Marvel. Right. On TV. And there are people, because anything with Captain Marvel or adjacent properties gets the, ooh, it's because the movie's bad. This is the first MCU release that has relied on a Disney Plus character. Yeah. So it makes sense to me that they're making that accessible, not behind a paywall. Yes. For a special engagement so that we can get to know her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very interesting thing we might see a lot of is if this wears on much longer, we might see them starting to raid their old 
yeah. catalogs, raid streaming. Because you brought up that suspiciously they are colorizing Werewolf by Night. Yes. To pretend like a new thing came out. Yes. And I loved Werewolf by Night. I thought that was great. Like, I think it's super underestimated. But the whole reason it worked was it was in black and white. Absolutely. It's not going to work in color. Like, it's just, it seems dumb. But, like, they need to do something. And I guess since you can produce game shows, maybe picking a UK game show to bring over is not the best idea. So maybe that's why Taskmaster is not coming over. Yeah. Uh, But a lot of British shows coming over, a lot of Canadian shows coming over. I wouldn't be surprised to see more of that happening soon as well. I think you're right on that. Because I think they're just trying to find... They're trying to find things. Mm -hmm. NBC got lucky. Yeah. NBC is the luckiest out of all of them. Uh, NBC, their executives saw blood in the water. Mm-hmm. We've had contingency plans we've been working on for a while, said one NBC exec. So they had an idea of like, there's going to be a strike. We want to make sure that we have something. But we're going to see a lot of trash. Uh yeah, and I just want to bring this up quickly because I don't know a lot of these things. Because, again, we're not super in tuned with uh, what's going on with uh, uh, current television. But if you look down there at the bottom, you have the shows that are not returning. Uh, the Goldberg's not returning. That ended, though, right? Or did that does it have one more season in it that we're not getting? Uh, the Goldberg's will end with season 10. It appears the Goldbergs was canceled. Really? Yes. Uh, It appears that the Goldbergs was surprisingly expensive to produce. Hmm. Despite the ratings being good. They also had a number of cast members be, for want of a better term, canceled. Oh, okay. Uh, They had renewed Abbott Elementary, but Abbott Elementary never went into production for season three. Uh, because they didn't have scripts. So gotcha. uh, they found out that they... I think they had time to do a finale. Mm-hmm. But they just don't have... They just didn't have it. Yeah, and I see that they canceled oh, they, the Wonder Years as well. The, the the Goldbergs, they had one actor pass away and one actor be canceled. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was like the father and grandfather. Oh, so, yeah, so you need them. Uh, it was kind of hard to... It, you probably could have done an okay show with one of them. One of them, yeah, but not both. Uh, the Wonder Years the stri- is one of the first ones where the strike is being blamed. Yeah. Uh, the Wonder Years never quite caught on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard amazing things about it. Uh, like I said, with what we do, I don't watch a lot of current shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch Abbott Elementary. I know there's two seasons. I'm still in the middle of season one, and I like that show. So, uh, The Wonder Years... And I, I'm using Abbott Elementary as an example because I think it's the only current scripted network show I watch. Yeah. And I'm a season and a half behind. Yeah. I'm looking at the CW. CW looks like it lost a lot of shows. Yes. Which is funny because the joke with the CW is nothing ever gets canceled on the CW. Uh, but is The Flash is over? Yes. Uh, we had 
the Arrowverse died out. The Arrowverse is finally done. So the Arrowverse stopped having, um, oh, what's that term? Money. Money, yeah, that's the word you wanted. So they stopped being able to pay to produce the Arrowverse because they were expensive shows. Riverdale ended. Yeah, and it looks like Nancy Drew ended the way it wanted to as well. wasn't canceled. So it looks like a lot of their stuff is just... Yeah. Uh, the Winchesters was canceled after one season. It didn't catch on. Um, More Gotham Knights was canceled after one season. Yeah, there's some good stuff that we can do perhaps in the future. Yeah, a, a lot of shows just did not did not make it through. Uh, the CW was also notoriously spending too much money on a lot of programming. Right. And they have not had another. They have not had another Riverdale. They've not had another Cash Cow. Nancy Drew has has had a following, mm-hmm. but it was nothing on the level of Riverdale. Right, right. Uh, and then Riverdale also did lose a lot of its following. A lot of the people who came in during the its Archie does Twin Peaks era. Those people were falling off during seasons two, three, four, and when the show really went off the rails in five, six, seven, you didn't get a lot of those people back. Mm-hmm. So, for everyone who's like, "Yeah, this is chaos," I love it. You had people who were like, "This is stupid." So that's our look at what's going on with the fall schedule. It's very obvious that the strike is greatly affecting things. Uh, and what do you think is going to happen? I think we. I'd like to get this on tape. What we think is going to happen once they've burned through their backlog. Uh, I honestly believe that the end of October slash early November, we'll be doing another episodes of this where we discuss what they're currently up to. Uh, It'll be worse. We'll be discussing things like, oh, wow, Werewolf by Night was on TV for like, there's going to be a weird time towards the end of October where everyone will just dust off Halloween stuff. Yeah. And it'd be like, look, NBC is showing the David Pumpkin special that they forgot about. And like the great pumpkin Charlie Brown's on TV. There's going to be a Halloween SNL. uh, Yeah. Like the the best of all the Halloween sketches. And oh my God, Nightmare Before Christmas is on ABC. All this stuff. And then I think... The network debut of Hocus Pocus 2. Yes. I think we will get a lot of stuff... I think it's going to start getting bad in November. So I think, let's pencil in that in about six weeks we're going to circle back. I'm going to make a lot of mm. notes because we did this one a little bit more off the top of our heads because we were curious. Mm-hmm. But I think um, in two months we're going to circle back and see what's happened. And I'm going to keep more notes yes. of what's been happening. as Because I, I do keep track a little more mm-hmm. than you do. Yes. So I, I'm, I'm curious. What I, I definitely don't think is going to happen is in six weeks we are back to doing Stay Doomed because everything is solved. Even if Don't we, see that coming. Even if we are, I think there's a really solid chance the machine is not fast. Yeah. Even if the strike ends October 1st, it will be mid-November before there's any new content because scripts have to be written. Yeah. Shows have to be shot and edited and... There's a lot that goes into TV production. Mm-hmm. It's not going to come back right away. No, it certainly is not. So I did want to look something up about 
how long the writer strike was in 2008. Uh, it went from November 5th, 2007 to February 12th, 2008, which is about three months. Mm-hmm. The writer's strike has already passed that. Because I want to say that... We are on four months and counting. Goodness. May 2nd. I'm, I do want to say that I don't think right now we're at a point where the average consumer is really noticing. Right. Like, we are pop culture junkies and we, you know, we pay attention to this stuff. But average Joe Smo who just comes home and throws on the TV at 8 o'clock, you know, while he eats dinner and, like, doesn't really think too much about it. They're probably not super noticing the problem yet. They're going too soon. And what's going to be interesting is when... The average consumer starts complaining. Yeah, and the uh, the hope of the studios is that their response is, "We want new content. Come on, actors, go back to work." Not, "We want new content. Pay them what they deserve," which is what we want to have happen. Based on the attitudes toward the auto strikes, I think we're seeing more pro union. Yeah, like. Everyone should strike now. <laughs> Just because striking is like something that everyone's supporting right now. So like if we all get into it together, a lot of good stuff could happen. Labor rights, so hot right now. So hot right now. Uh, it would be very interesting. I know it's not possible, but it'd be very interesting if the WWE wrestlers chose now to strike. Now that they're owned by TKO. If they took this as the opportunity of like, okay... Start treating us like employees. We're the only new show coming on every day. Help us. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think WWE and AEW mm-hmm. uh, should unionize. Absolutely. I have been of that opinion for quite some time. I do not care for particularly WWE uh, because AEW does at least allow their talent to take other bookings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never liked that WWE treats them like independent contractors, except for all the parts that they would benefit yeah, from. Exclusive independent contractors. So. So, yeah, that's our take. We will look back at this in a couple... In two months. Months. Uh, anything you want to add before we get going? Uh, if you have more ideas for episodes for Tuned Out, please share them with us, because uh, we are kind of just trying to take this week by week. Yeah. Because we would we have a few we have a few things in the can uh, from immediately prior to the strike yeah. that we would love to release soon. We'd love but, to be able to release those. Yeah. But we uh, we do want to remain in compliance. Uh, I'm actually realizing there is something that we would probably be able to release in the nearish future. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Uh, we will make an announcement next week regarding that. Sounds I, good. I just realized one of the ones in the can technically is probably okay. All right, well, we'll, we'll have an off-mic discussion. About yeah. That. But if you want to support us, be sure to check out patreon.com slash plus two comedy. Thank you to our wonderful patrons for keeping the lights off here in Tune Out Studios. Uh, where can people find us, Laura? You can email us at thestaydoomedshow at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed or X. What I don't care. I've been saying Facebook and Twitter. Muscle memory is strong. You know the one. Yeah. You can find me at Plus Two Comedy on X if you want to talk to me about the guest host era of Monday Night Raw. 
If you have ideas for future tuned out episodes, please. I am at Priorities on X and Glitter and Glow Tape everywhere else. Until next time, tune out. Tune out.